Let's just agree that's what bats are. That's it's an emo bat. bird. Welcome back to the Jewish Podcast. My name is Kenio, and with me I have my co-host, Andy, the food guy. Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows you as the food guy <laughs> by now, so we might as well just introduce it and just stick with it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, before we started off this podcast, uh, if you're a returning listener, welcome back. If you're new here, uh, this podcast is mainly about the weird news of the week uh, that I have a tendency to find, and of course we are a music channel, so there will be some music implementation during this uh this this podcast at some point so stick around and stick to the end and if you like the content remember to subscribe um welcome back did you have Thank an amazing you. weekend i did great now um <laughs> before we started this podcast <laughs> you were, there was something i pointed your finger at because it's like um you you were talking to me about some sort of old cartoon we had in that, Denmark not a cartoon it was actually it was a real real not not a cartoon it was real people uh, actors it was a show about a little girl yeah. called Lotte called Lotte yes uh, Lotte very tra- a good Danish name right there <laughs> and she was a girl and she had this very long belly button it was like like how do you have a long belly button well some people's belly button actually like goes outwards instead of inwards that does happen Depends on how it heals. I'm um, I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> what <laughs> like, if you do? Have, like, I'm very uneducated. <laughs> I actually believe it's because it's not being... It's something happens that is... I don't know about that. Anyways, but she had this very... And it grows. It was it grow, grew out of her, her, her belly button. It's a little thing. It's and like when, a small alien coming out of no, her no, hole? No, no, no. It was just like... It was just growing out. And then when she pushed it in, yeah. she, she turned invisible. <laughs> she was like an X-Man. Yeah. I actually believe I don't I, I remember the invisibility button. <laughs> yeah. I want to be an introvert now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing it in the nineties. I, I actually nineties. Uh, um I believe it's even older than that. I, I don't know if it's like eighties, seventies, eighties, something like that. But those shows were being like uh resend a lot uh during the nineties too. So uh, so yeah, that was an actual show, and and the the catchphrase of the whole show was hulupulu, 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 that was I think it was a song or something like they were going hulupulu, Lotte, du henne? So hulupulu, Lotte, where are you? Yeah, exactly. But then in Danish, and and that was like uh, like this song that was that was like playing, uh, like trying to find her because she was I, invisible. I, I'm starting to uh, to realize why she had that button. <laughs> like, go away. <laughs> So yeah, that so was a that's Danish a Danish show. TV show. It was yes, uh, from the nineties. I saw it as a child in the nineties, but I I reckon it's probably older than that. It's kind of funny that I that I I've been living here since uh, in nineteen ninety four. I'm yeah. originally from Sweden, um, mm. so I should know these things. <laughs> so I'm I'm having yeah. It's just a weird thing. Like when I grew up, I was the, the kid who voluntarily stood up at mm. seven a.m. in the morning. Uh, with my little blanket and uh, my breakfast, and I have, I remember my dad making me a hot chocolate as well, and I voluntarily sat there for hours on end, 
just to watch three types of cartoons that came directly after one another. Yeah. It started out with Pokemon. Of course. Then there were Ninja Turtles. Sure. And then there were Power Rangers. Absolutely. And I was like, <laughs> my morning is done. But <laughs> I remember when all these cartoons were over, I just went back to bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, was, like, I was, we were one of those. Uh, my, my, uh, my, I'm done. Me and my siblings did the same thing. I would like, I, I had to be at school at like, I don't know, eight or something. But but I went up at like five in the morning just to watch that preschool shows they had back then. They showed cartoons, and then you, you went home. You up went up at five a.m. just to watch, watch Super Blue press my button. <laughs> I actually don't remember if that was like you a show that was you. like in the evening of where it was. But I do remember like getting up way too early just to watch some cartoons before you uh, went to school. Did you have like a favorite cartoon when you were a kid? I did like Pokemon. I did. You really like Pokemon. Pokemon? Like Pokemon is. Yeah. Definitely a millennial mm. thing. Uh, I don't know if that's popular among kids these days. I think, oh. I think it's more Paw Patrol today. Yeah, I mean, a, a Paw Patrol is for very young kids. I mean, that's... Like, how old were we when we started Pokemon? We would have to have been seven or eight. Y- that isn't young. <laughs> well, Paw I, Patrol I would, is like that. I would that, I mean, categorize Paw that Patrol, as very young. Yeah, but Paw Patrol, isn't that like more like four or five-year-olds? I have no clue. I, have like done, in those I years, haven't done the analysis, like, so no. uh, um, so I don't really know. But I, I just no. know that like um, from all the kids that I have in my We'd family. We'd have to have been eight. The games were released in 1997, and the games were prior to the actual uh, television show. Yeah, the, the games came yeah, first. Yeah, and, and I think the games actually arrived in Denmark a little later. The show also got sent to Denmark later because back in the days, it actually took some time before these shows were like spread across the world when some movie for example in america some some action movie was shown in theaters over there it would take like a freaking year before it actually came to denmark and yeah. got shown in the in the theaters so i would actually have, have imagined we had been between eight and ten before the show actually was shown in, in denmark well, it's kind of funny that um the family um like the the kids in the family on my side yeah um they have a huge craving for paw patrol like uh, yeah. everything they wish for for Christmas is Paw Patrol, and everything they <laughs> want for their birthdays is Paw Patrol figures. And and if we were kid, we would and, have and put ha- those fuckers in a Pokeball. <clears throat> yeah, and I gotta admit, I have never seen one single episode of Paw Patrol, but a, a, mm. a, apparently there's a movie. There's a Paw Patrol the movie. Yep, yeah, there is. Um, one of my um. How can how is this even? Uh, my dad's ex-wife's uh, grandchild mm? wanted for some reason me to follow along to see the Paw Patrol movie, mm. um, but sadly uh, I was playing a show that day. So, oh yeah. Um, rain check. Uh, <laughs> I have seen some of that Paw Patrol, um, and it's, it's not really that bad. I mean, it's it's a. It's a you I, 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 you no, no, I can see Paw Patrol. <laughs> I can see why kids would like it. It's a cute little show <laughs> about dogs why have you driving copters and stuff like that. Like, do tell the story. How did that kid? Did you just like sit there in your underwear no, on your couch are, one day and be like, "There are people in my family who have kids, and I had to watch it." Just like, and then you got more caught up with it than the kid did for sure. <laughs> if I know you, like, I know this guy, and he can't. You can't place him in front of a TV. Nope. anywhere because will. he will space out and yep. that tv will be the only thing yep. in existence for this dude i have the for a guy who never watches tv i start to understand why because yeah. he kind of 
You kind of escape mm. reality when that happens. Yeah. I can't focus on anything else. It, it's really annoying. It's like this thing where like, and, and I'm sorry to everybody I have ever dated. It's just like when they ask, oh, should we watch a movie and just cuddle and talk? I'm like, no, either we watch a movie or we cuddle and talk. I can't do both. I physically can't do no, both. No, I can't do both. And that's actually why I don't watch a lot of television because this also happens. It's not people are like, oh, it's just because you like movies so much. No, I hate them. I absolutely hate them. And even if it's a horrible, bad movie, I still just l- lose my attention span and get drawn so much into it. That's yeah. <laughs> also why it inf- uh, like, in- like, like, produce so many emotions in me. I get very, very sad and depressed when I either hear or see music, movies, whatever it may be. It actually infect- like has a big impact on me. And when seeing movies that are very sad or depressing or stuff like that, it you actually ruins cry? my day. It yeah, actually you ruins my day. Ruins my, this is why he's not and that much on TikTok yeah, so, anymore. Yeah, so I, I absolutely try and, and avoid it completely. And, and, and I'm not fun to be around watching movies because I can't freaking concentrate on anything else. I completely space out. <laughs> so so I, I actively try and, and do other things for romance if, if, if I can. So you have a preference for romance? not a preference but i just like um if you like like let's let's talk about the um, romancing stuff with this dude right now because Mm. he is the biggest fruit basket that i know yep and what is a fruit basket me that guy (laughs) so uh if you would set up a a romantic dinner for your special someone how would you set up that dinner well well first uh i mean I care a lot about food. I do make yes, a lot of food. There's a reason for the food guy kind of stuff. I, yeah. I love to make and stuff like that. And he's good at now, it. Now, when I like to be romantic, I really actually don't like to just be romantic with people I, I hardly know that much. It's actually very, very difficult because a big part of romance is noticing those special things that make one happy. I notice when I met my, my partner, my wife I'm, I'm with now, that she had a craving and and like a need for some some special kind of candy that she really liked, and I made sure that when she had the need, I could just sense it on her. If when she had like when she was in a bad mood or you know it was that time of month or whatever, I made sure that I I had those kind of things that she liked, the little things. And she was like, "How did you know?" Just because I noticed. So that's kind of what I like about romance. It's noticing those small things. It's so if I had to make a dinner with someone, I would make sure that first of all I would make something they like. I would I would put a lot of effort in making it good. Um I would I would try and notice all the little things I could do. If they like a specific type of flower or something like that, I would I would try and put a a, a bouquet of a those bouquet. kind of yeah. flowers there. I would do a lot of little things. If they like a, a specific type of rest, even if it's McDonald's, do you know how many girls I've been with? With <laughs> like first McDonald's? You know, yeah, really, there's so many girls with like, you can take them out to all kinds of fancy restaurants, but you, in the end, they just you look gotta and go, teach me where I would to find really those like a cheeseburger right now. Because those women, I find, is like, every time I invite them out somewhere, yeah. I'll just have the salad. And then they get the freaking salad, and they start picking off my <laughs> fries anyway. And I'm like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Just get the fries if you want the fries." Like the most, them. the most amazing yeah. thing I can do for my wife is take her to McDonald's. She don't give a fuck about fancy restaurants. She just wants McDonald's. So that's kind of like the romantic thing. It's about noticing those kind of things and picking up on those little things, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. <laughs> so I just love, I just love how our experience of uh, our romantic <laughs> dinner yeah. just at the end there got kind of twisted. Yeah, yeah that you love when <laughs> you can actually just take people to McDonald's. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna take them out somewhere very fancy and be in my in my best uniform or whatever. Mm. And uh, they'll freaking order the damn salad, <laughs> like at a. You know how much a salad is in an expensive restaurant? You it's might as well freaking. How much a- it can cost. You, can, really you, you, you might as well just order the damn kangaroo. Yeah. The kangaroo beef or an alligator beef or uh, for all I care, ask some yeah. some dude to hunt down snakeskin for you. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of the same price, mm. and and then they finally have it, and they start eating from my plate. <laughs> and there's if there's one thing I can't handle, don't put your fingers in my food. I don't like it. I don't want to share it. There is actually a thing about that whole restaurant thing. I I I don't consider myself to be an amazing chef at all. I'm just an amateur cook, and I just like it. But I got a compliment. Yeah, I got a compliment for Bullshit. from a couple of girls and and my wife and stuff like that. And they actually said that we 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 don't really like going to restaurants ever any anymore because like anytime we've We've been there. It's shit, and then you make food for us, and and it's amazing. So we we don't even like going to rest. Can you just make it for us? Because it's always better when you do it. We don't understand why they have to fuck up the food every time. No, and and I so, start and I start to realize why to say that because cute. um I it's remember nice. being there and uh, you wanted to invite me yeah. out someday and yeah. I was just sitting there on your couch, be like, or we could just make it here. Yeah. <laughs> Even Dude, with like, I I don't see any <laughs> sense in paying extra money for nope. us to go to a restaurant mm. when uh you make the food so freaking delicious. I do try my best. Even with with it's also like it's like a Jedi in the kitchen, sushi. man. I, I, I like I love going to sushi restaurants, but t- to be honest, because I know where to get some of this like very quality fish and stuff like that. It, it I do make. You it know very what good we sushi. should do? I do. No. We should actually uh, have a kitchen blog, yeah. Uh, where where we film you create some kind yeah. of dish, and uh, we and should. we're gonna post a recipe in the description so people can follow along. Yeah, we should. Again, and I'm not an amazing chef, but but I do make I I do sometimes actually make something really good. I am kind of proud of some of the things I I I can do and and put together. Yeah. Um. I and I actually kind of like like a, a big part of sushi because it. There's actually not a lot oh, of cooking. There's that's more like a lot of me, combining raw ingredients. It's just I uh, know you don't like yeah, raw I, fish, um, but like I like every time I say it to people, like tell people I don't really like sushi, and they're like, I'm gonna teach you how to like sushi. And I do like ev- like every teacher in the world had tried to teach me how to swim. I can't swim either, by the way. You uh, should. So every, like every time <laughs> I try sushi, I end up going away there like. Not disappointed, but kind of more approved, like a, mm. a um, confirmed in that I don't like yeah. sushi. <laughs> you should let me. You you like deep fried stuff, like deep fried shrimp, where it's cooked, right? Um, like yes and no. Uh, yes, because it, yeah, of course I do. It's it's it tastes amazing. But I have uh, I have a specific rule when I'm out eating somewhere. Um, I don't eat stuff that I can't see what is, like. Ah. If like for all I care, there could be a finger in there. Mm. I have no clue, but I'm not eating it. I oh, I want to I want to see what, what I'm, I'm eating. Gonna, all right, I'm gonna make something for you. That is not that it's not. Re- I mean, 
people would probably even call not even call it sushi. It, it you'd probably more describe it like a rice dish. But uh, I think it's called Oshi Sushi, Oshi Sushi, Oshi Sushi, something like that. And <laughs> um, you're gonna try it. It's that's gonna be a lot of with the deep frying and a lot of oh, stuff. Yeah. And and like it's compressed sushi basically. And it's compressed. Amazing. Yeah, and it's not. It doesn't like have mushed to be together. In some way, yes. Made with little bamboo boxes and stuff like that. It's gonna be amazing. I should try that for you. You you are gonna like it. Trust me. And I'm not even gonna use fish. And you can make it with every time things. I hear that sentence. Oh, do you I'm, like I'm rice? Just you like yeah. rice? Yeah. Go. All right, you're gonna like this. But I don't want cold rice. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why are you such an asshole? <laughs> uh, no, you um, uncultivated no. bastard. <laughs> There is a difference between uh, being picky and having a taste for quality. <laughs> Guys, he just said that all sushi in the world isn't quality. Yes. You are allowed to kill him. You are allowed to send assassins. I, I, I completely... Oh, my God. So, so no, I'm not, so I'm not I'm really not a sushi fan at no. all. So, we almost didn't derail for just about 20 minutes now. It's uh, a podcast. <laughs> it's, it's it's usually what we do here. Yeah. Uh, like, f- for example, when I we've been looking at the channel analytics, and we can see that the podcasters there's definitely more returning viewers to the podcast. But mm. the podcast is a podcast. Yeah. And the podcast is. Did I just say podcast four times in the sentence? And it actually just makes sense. Um, <laughs> we're, we're just we're doing this to have fun. We yes, don't, this is for really entertaining purposes. Really and uh, you're probably on your way to work, and you're probably on your way to school. You're probably mm. sitting there w- playing video games, and, and you're probably losing anyway. So you might as well just have some fun anyway yeah. and listen to us. Actually, um, speaking of that, yep. having fun, um, we re- received a reward from YouTube. Uh, we hit a milestone, <laughs> and it's kind of a ridiculous milestone. <laughs> and so, uh, w- uh, apparently, they're handing out these milestones now, and uh, we thought that every time we get a new milestone from YouTube, we're gonna post it in this little frame here. Yeah. Uh, this milestone says we had two two thousand five hundred views on our channel. Mm. Congratulations! And I'm and <laughs> when I received this, I was like, Yeah, but like thousands of like. Oh, more than thousand of those views are from the hue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, shut up. <laughs> but we have we have decided we're just gonna celebrate every kind of milestone like that. Yeah. Like it was the fr- <clears throat> like like we freaking won the lottery. So when we have hit like I don't know ten subscribers, we're gonna drink fucking champagne. Yeah. Don't give so a this, damn. We're this gonna is just gonna uh, celebrate. <laughs> this is our newest milestone. We we yeah. uh, hit that on October thirty first, like on Halloween. Mm. Ooh, uh, spooky. spooky! Maybe shit. something divine happened. Yes, and uh, we're gonna c- continue doing these weird things. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, we're gonna implement more weird stuff to the channel because apparently it's very entertaining to look mm. at. And uh, yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> anyway, should we continue? Like, uh, before we continue on, um, we have a special announcement. Yeah, and uh, it's because the, both you and I were playing a uh, concert That's soon. True. Yes, uh, we are. Yes, we are uh, at Kansas City here in Denmark, and it's Kansas City. It's not a city. It's actually a venue. Yeah, uh, in our hometown, Odense. And Is it actually named after like Kansas in in like the states? No, it's not actually not. 
Oh. It's it's kind of funny story behind the venue. Uh, do you know the brand, the clothing brand called Kansas? Oh, it's a cold clothing brand. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Brand Kansas. Uh, that breaks. Uh, I think it's working clothes. Um, it is uh, for factory workers and stuff. Um, they used to have their factory there. Oh, so that's why they yes. had a Danish uh, Kansas factory. Yes. What? Why? What's the clo- why is the clothes then called Kansas? I wonder. Why is that Kansas I don't even know. called Kansas? Who knows? That <laughs> who cares? Yeah. I don't why, know. Why are you even called Kenyo? Well, that's a funny story for another day. <laughs> um, it actually is, and I know it. There's actually a funny story, but uh, <laughs> we'll know. take we'll take that on another day. Let's just let's just tease that because yeah. for the first four years that I knew that guy, I didn't know what his actually actual first name was. I did no. not know. Because he wasn't called what I thought he was called. And yeah. this has actually happened two times for me. Because another very dear friend of mine, I didn't know her name for four years either. I didn't know what her actual name was. It took four years for me to realize what she was called. And and everyone is like, your name is not Kenyo? Yes, it mm-hmm. is. But it wasn't for a long time. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take that another day. Let's take that another. No, no, no. Anyway, yeah. anyway, uh, the special announcement that we're playing a show at this venue on uh, November twentieth. Yep. Uh, in um, it's a charity show where we're collecting money and raising money for uh, uh, the Kids Cancer Foundation. Yeah. In uh, Danish, it's called uh, Bernd uh, Cancer Fund. Yeah. Bernd Cancer. Bernd Cancer Fund. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm why why did I remember the name better in English? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of weird. <laughs> There's a lot of these uh, cancer uh, foundations, foundations out there, uh, and then they can 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 you can get them confused what yeah, they're called because they um, really love to like sound similar to one another for some yeah, reason. Yeah, they're all like in this like they are. Uh, I think they're all under the same big foundation, and then they yes. have like branched out here in Denmark. But yeah, it's a it's a cancer foundation, and it is. Primarily focused on kids. Yes, and uh, of course you can. If you were in Denmark, you can get tickets for it, and we're gonna leave that link uh, yeah. down in the description. But you can also get tickets for it in the if in if if it's in the USA or in China. But yes. you're a fucking mental if you're gonna travel that far that, for that, it. But that, go that, for that, it. That's a very big charity if you want to travel that far. <laughs> Anyways, um, but uh, in regards to this, we want to help out as much as possible. Yeah. So of course we're gonna uh, give you twenty five percent off on our merch. Uh, mm-hmm. Both Kenya merch and the Jewish podcast merch, but mm-hmm. all the money from here on out until November twentieth will go directly to uh, Burning Cancer Fund, the Kids Cancer Foundation. Yeah, and um, yeah, and if we are gonna collect a, a good amount of money on on the sale, we're gonna yeah we're gonna we're gonna donate it for them and uh, and probably make a video about it. Yes. So, yes, uh, we so will. Yeah, that's go- both going to be a discount, and that's going to be a discount code. Uh, in yes, just a second, and and, and all, the, mo- put and all the money is going to here. Yeah, gonna, you can see it Absolutely. somewhere here. Yeah, and all <laughs> the money is going to go directly to this uh, to this cause because yeah, it's it's kind of a good cause. Yes, if we want to support the kids and we want to support yeah, uh, people who are uh, mm. going through struggles because we know how that feels. Yeah, and it's yes. also a a very different uh, people might. Uh, find it weird why why we don't just support cancer and all together but it's actually a bit different a bit different with with cancer in kids and in adults because when you are an adult we've probably been put through quite quite a lot uh, that can cause cancer be it smoking pollution or whatever but uh, when you are a kid yeah and you a, have not even a different ball to, game and, and you haven't really been been exposed to a lot of these things that do give cancer 
it's a different problem. That's also why leukemia is one of the the, the most regular seen cancer forms in kids, because uh, yes. it's it's another kind of genetics and <coughs> and research that needs to be done. And we think that everyone out there deserves yeah. a chance to be living mm. their best life. Yeah. Anyway, let's go uh, go on to the weird news. Yep. If you're ready for it, I've been actually inside, very excited to show this news to you. Yeah, you've um, been laughing. The whole I've been laughing at this really all day oh, because it's, it's such a weird news. It's just yeah. so. Just you you you've so been weird. telling me, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> you said it made absolutely no sense. It makes no freaking sense. Uh, I to it. But I had to read this twice today, uh, just to make sure that. How am I even gonna present this? Because this is just. I this thought is, it was just because you were stupid. This is the most weird news I've found in a long while, but I actually love the context of it and 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 the message that is trying to send oh, here. Yeah. And um, let's go for it. Uh, Absolutely. In in despite of the virus, that must not be named. Uh, so this is gonna be super duper <sighs> dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are you ready for it? I will 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 point. I will have pointy ears. You you. That's actually good because <laughs> this is about an animal, of course, with pointy ears. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, that's kind of it's kind of fun. A tiny bat made an unexpectedly big impact by winning an annual Bird of the Year competition in New Zealand. That's the headline. <laughs> the motherfucker did what? Are you telling me an emo bird <laughs> won the freaking competition? <laughs> Let's just agree that's what bats are. That's it's an emo bat. bird. <laughs> uh, and, and, the, and the name place. of this bat is called a Pika Pika. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Got you. Uh, <laughs> now, Pika Pika Turua, also known as the long-tailed bat, is one of the only a few land mammals native to New Zealand and is best known for its small size. Mm. It's very very small. It's actually on this on the size of your hand. Is it the way. white one? No. Oh, it's not white. Okay. It's not white. All right. It's actually kind of brown in a way. Oh. Uh, controversially, uh, conservationist group Forest and Bird. This <laughs> that's what it's named, Forest and Bird, decided to include it in the contest, and it went on to win with a comfortable three thousand vote lead. <laughs> <laughs> like the part where you're just like, like in this world, you 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 kind of don't know if it's just like three thousand people who just said, <laughs> let's just vote because it's a fucking joke, or it's just three thousand very dumb people. You just you just don't know. Both things are a possibility. And this it it gets better. Oh no. Oh yes, <laughs> the bat, which is close to the size of a thumb. Oh, it's the size of a thumb, uh, with the wingspan of a human hand. Oh. Was giving. It's debut to raise awareness of the threats they face because they're ex- uh, almost extinct, actually. Yeah. Uh, speaking to Radio New Zealand's morning report, Forest and Birds' Lizzie Fenker Heather said, "This year, this this woman, she's she's a freaking treasure. This year, <laughs> we thought we'll try and get more people aware of bats and the threats that they face." Hmm. Uh, so she's actually uh, one of. Uh, one of the two people like arranging this <laughs> included it. Like many of the more traditional entrants in the competition, conservationists described the long-tailed bat as being in serious trouble, with forest and bird blaming a combination of habitat loss and introduced 
predators. Mm. So there's some kind of predators introduced into the habitat of the bats. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Thinker Heather added, we thought we'll include them in the bird of the year because there's only two <laughs> bats species left in New Zealand. So having oh. bat of the year would not have been very exciting. <laughs> 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 that is that is a good argument yeah, though. Like, that really is a good <laughs> argument. <laughs> so, so in first place we have and in second place we have and that's it. <laughs> that's fucking great. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a treasure. Uh it it's addition certainly seemed to raise the profile of the contest, helping to bring in a record fifty-eight thousand votes from more oh. than 100 countries cool so they broke their own record by adding a bat to the, to the <laughs> mix cool. long tail bat was able to capitalize on this and take a healthy 3,000 vote lead leaving last year's winner named the kakapoo to settle for second place so the bat won against the kakapoo what is a kakapoo i don't know i, I keep hearing like kakadoo that's no, kakapoo. Kakapoo. I don't even know what kind of bird that is. Hmm. Sounds like a beautiful bird. If I, I go on like the internet like and find like out what it is and you say it's a beautiful bird and it looks like, then oh. <laughs> 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 I'll be very disappointed. But well, also kind of funny. Well, maybe that's why the bat won. <laughs> like, maybe, like, for real, bat look ugly. Let's just be honest about it. They look horrible. Have you <laughs> seen a bat eating a banana? It's one of the oh, cutest yeah, things are, ever. Like, but, the, but those aren't technically bats, are they? Yo, that's... It's yo. like flying dogs. Why? I just threw flying out a Danish word in there. I'm very sorry. It says, yes, it's a bat. Not yo, it's a bat. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's actually spelled J and O. Yep. And it's uh, kind of the same thing as uh, being like, yes, but you have to listen to me, way. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a yeah. very different way of saying yes, but with a, a more like a yeah, I'm right, yes, I'm yes. right kind of thing. So you would use yo in that scenario. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Danish with the, the Juice Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, some were unhappy with the mammal's inclusion, <laughs> with on Twitter years of demanding a recount and another <laughs> likening the bat to Australia's participation Aww. in the Eurovision Song Contest. So they were like, if it uh, if the bat can be on here, why not in the Eurovision Song Contest? Why? Hmm? Why can't I mean, like, why you bought her over a like bat? That? I mean, yes, everybody knows it's not a freaking bird. We're, we know it's just like it's a cute thing, and and please, ah, uh, it's so annoying when people like hashtag penguins are birds. Hashtag bats are birds. Yeah, too. bats are birds. <laughs> <laughs> Emo bats matter. <laughs> oh my god. Birds in a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Miss Finger Heather brushed off the criticism mm. and said, It wouldn't be a bird of the year without some scandals, so we never know what will happen. This woman is amazing. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love her. Oh uh, why why do I, I, I do wonder why people always get so mad about, about stuff like this. It's it's just like yes, I, I understand that that, uh, that there can be some hypocrisy in the world, but like it's that whole thing where everything has to be dealt in absolutes. Like dude the, the dude. whole like thing with like your visions are like please things are different. We can't just like everything doesn't necessarily have to be like 
put on everything. If it makes Dude, sense. This is people who vote <laughs> on a bird yeah. of the year. But how can you be mad like, at that? Like Why? the context Why? What, what on the context of their <laughs> lives. Yeah. This is their spike. <laughs> yeah, it's all, but it's just such a silly thing to be mad about. Like the context of it all is that this, the bats are suffering and and it's cute and they are being like almost to the brink of extinction. And then people are like, it's not a real bird. I want to recount. I think go fuck off. Now it's a bird because I tell you so. Shut up. It yes. has wings. Well, but this isn't the first time the competition has made stir. In 2019, the competition faced accusations of vote bridging after an influx of votes from Russia were detected. They probably hacked the system. Um, however, the votes were later verified and included in the count. When mm. asked about the future of the competition, Ms. Fenkner, Heather didn't rule out the inclusion of other species in need of attention. So, Boop. hashtag... Uh, polar bears are birds. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. into the trash can it goes. Well, it's just amazing because that's basically everything we have. Every species on the planet. That, that's actually another part that can be very interesting. But like everything, these words and species, it's just things. It's like things we made up to just describe what's around us. And we keep figuring out that half the thing that we describe as something. Yeah. The more we research, the more we realize, okay, that was also wrong. What are we going <laughs> to do now? Like, all right, whales are not fish. <laughs> and then apparently I don't know like they are related to platypuses I don't fucking know anymore platypus. like, like it's just like do you know like alright mammals they have these and they like and then it comes a platypus and just fucks everything up yes like that that whole thing and, and it's just kind of like the it's people just who words we made up to try and describe the world so let's just call polar bear a freaking bird yes. if we have to to <laughs> save the fucker and put it on a stamp <laughs> yeah. and Coca-Cola can even uh, sponsor that yeah they should <laughs> save the polar bear. So save the polar bear. We're gonna make the it a bird. bird. <laughs> the polar bear. <laughs> it's the polar bear. Polar bear. The, <laughs> the hashtag polar bear. on this planet is a polar bear. And everyone listening to this <laughs> podcast is sitting there watching. Is like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, by the way. Did you uh, like in English? Like everybody has like funny words for for pets or something like that. That's just like you know yeah. pet names, like the word bird do you know what a lot of english and americans call that in like a pet cute way they no call, they call it borp borp oh, yeah borp or burp b-i-r-b or b-o-r-b borp it's why? A cute little borp. why do you do why do you guys <laughs> do that i don't know if everybody does it but i've seen a couple of it. it's very cute i don't know <laughs> i have a little borp at home you know, a little barber, yeah, a little, a little yellow chicken barber. Oh yeah, you have a uh, that's that's actually right. I totally yeah. forgot about that. You have this. Uh, you picked it up uh, while heading home <laughs> one day. It sounds like a kidnapped it. I didn't, but uh, no, you yeah, rescued yeah. it. You actually, I did it's actually a rescue bird. We have no idea how old it is. I, I, yep, absolutely. It's a little. Um, it could die tomorrow. It's a little canary. Uh, and these things in Denmark can travel very far. I know, I I do know it was a it was a, a an indoor kind of bird. It wasn't used to being outside. I found it in my uh, my backyard. I was coming home with some groceries and and went in through uh, that entrance. And I don't know why. I just noticed uh, this little yellow thing laying there, and and I took it and you know I just stopped and went, what the hell was that? It's a bouncing it ball. was laying and it was cold and I actually thought it was dead because it wasn't moving. And I went in and it tried to dis- to escape, but it was 
it was freezing to death. It was in the middle of the winter, and and the winters are kind of can can be kind of cold and windy and and not a good place for a little bird who is used to be indoors in a cage. That's true. It's it's starting to get winter and cold here, but I'm sitting yeah. here in my shorts. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I did take it up. I uh, I, I took it up and <clears throat> uh, and luckily I I got it. Uh, back to to a a lively condition again and and it did survive and the thing was i knew it i knew it probably would be impossible to find it's actually its actual owner because it is a little bird most people who lose these kind of birds like this they know it's dead it's gonna die within a couple of of days gonna be eaten by a cat and so people don't even bother looking for him because to be honest it's this big and now it's it's been a year it's been a and year. I did find it, and I did try. I I put it in the newspaper and on Facebook and everywhere, and and nobody came along. And and if the no. funny thing was, my wife and I told her we're not keeping it. Don't if get attached to it. And we're not going. You're not going to get attached to it because we're not going to keep this bird. And she's like, no, no. And then literally, like within a couple hours later, she came out. I have decided it should be called Petri. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. the bird probably has a name, and we're not keeping it. No, no. But if we keep, we're not keeping it. Yeah, but if I said we're not keeping it, and we ended up keeping it, <laughs> and now I have a little canary uh, called Petri. <laughs> shoveled down to the ground by some wife here, and <laughs> it's he wanted the, the damn uh, bird. Yeah, and and the reason I know it's also an indoor bird is that it's actually quite used to humans it doesn't yeah. it doesn't mind coming very close to me when I'm, I'm sitting and eating and i have my salad and it's like out and flying it it steals my food it it, it steals my food it jumps down in my salad bowl and sit and eat it and, I, and then i just look at the side and i just have like a little dressing covered bird that i have to <laughs> clean out the, the, the first time it did I, I really didn't think it was gonna do it but it's eating my stuff maybe it's raised by seagulls yeah i don't know <laughs> but it's not it's not like as tame that i can i can take it uh, have it on my finger but it's definitely used to being around humans it has no problem sitting on my lap or being like fit like this close to me but it doesn't like me touching it or, or trying to pick it up so it's very used to humans maybe it's, uh, i could imagine that it's mm. kind of traumatized from the experience it had last winter yeah, so it's definitely more than a year old now. It is, yeah, absolutely. It is how long also does, more. How long does canaries I even don't live? Oh, I said like it can like eight, nine years, ten years, perhaps. So eventually, one day when you're gonna wake up and you're gonna go to uh, yeah, past the cage and just gonna mm. lie dead at the it's, bottom somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it it can basically be two years old now, and it can also be like eight, and it's dead tomorrow. I don't know. And the thing is, you can't really check it. I can't even check if it's a male or female because even though you can sometimes feel it on them, it's very difficult, and and a lot of times they 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 get it wrong and like basically only DNA samples is what's gonna, and I'm not gonna pay that for for Petri the chicken nugget. So so it's so, a um, it's a gender fluid chicken nugget. Yes, <laughs> my wife has already decided that it's a he. I don't know why, but it's just a he now. And the thing is, there is actually one way that you can kind of make sure what it is and it's the way they sing the way they like uh, chirp uh, males um i believe chirps uh in in a more singing kind of way more more like chirping and and the females are more like uh smaller uh bursts yeah and what i'm about to tell you that my wife doesn't like to hear is that petri is not a he it's probably a she Wow, <laughs> then you then you're in I trouble. Don't, I don't. <laughs> I am not sure, but it it's when I kind of like find references, it 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 chirps like a female. 
So well it's probably then. a female. Speaking <laughs> of singing, anyway, uh, we had a voting going on on the last podcast of, uh, about you should play violin or guitar mm. uh, on this episode. Uh, actually, the violin was the winning contender. Yep. And you actually, I, I remember you uh, took out the violin yesterday yep. and you wanted to practice. Uh, what ha- what happened to it? Well, um, basically what happened it? is uh, there is like a, some resin that has to go on the bow. And yeah. the thing is, I lost the actual resin. So when I was playing, there was still something on the bow and I was playing, but now it's hardly making any sound anymore. Uh, and I can't find the resin, so I can't put anything new on, and I have to get some new on. I, I actually did, uh, first found out like yesterday, couldn't get anything for today. So I can't play the violin, but, but I will do next time. We will we will do the violin next time, Yeah, because you're not getting out of this. Nope. Anyway, we have brought a guitar with us yeah. today, and I remember you were talking about you, um, you have been writing some new guitar stuff that you've been practicing on. Oh, that is true. I am. Uh, I am trying to write different kinds of uh, of um, of of like uh, classical music in some way. Yeah. Like a, a big part of what I'm trying to be better at at guitar is the more technical uh, finger playing stuff, finger picking yeah. patterns. Um, because I was really lacking in that department, which is a bit sad because I'm actually quite good at the whole rhythm thing in 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 that way. So I'm I'm really trying to pick up at that. Um, and become better than that, and I'm it, trying it to write like guitar songs that don't need lyrics, but there's like yeah. a and song make, make, in make, making the guitar sing for you in yeah. a way. Actually, yeah. uh, there's only been a handful of guitarists in the world that I've that I've been uh, positive was able to do that. Mm. Uh, yeah, one of actually one of my favorites wasn't wouldn't be the one you would would think of actually. Uh, Steve Vai for sure. Oh, he's, he's cool. very yeah, good at making cool. a guitar sing, uh, yeah. but uh, there was um, I remember uh, one of the early guitarists for the band Escape to Fate, Monty Money. Yeah, he was not just a guitarist in a band. This dude had a very unique way of playing the guitar, hmm. which I actually believe was one of the bigger reasons to why Escape to Fate's music did so well um, back in the day. What uh, <laughs> the uh, Escape the Fate? Were those the ones who did the thing with with the uh, Buck Cherry's lead singer? What's he called? Uh, Joe, John, John. I, I don't I have no idea what about his name, but yeah, they did one song with him. Uh, Ten miles, miles wide, wide yeah, yeah. It's and that was Monty Money who played that song. Yeah. So, just to buy the fact that you remember that track, it's mm. Monty Money, man. Yeah, it's Monty Money. That dude. Perfect. So, uh, are you gonna pick up the guitar and yeah, actually yeah. pay off I, some uh, of that I classical actually, piece? Yeah. Transition time. And he's back! And uh, this is actually Kenyo's guitar. And I will yes. say this is a fucker to play. Because <laughs> um, one of the things I like to do uh, right around now is I'm, I'm playing around with open chord tuning. So yeah. this is actually tuned in a open D. And yes, you will hear that it doesn't, it, it isn't quite in tune because this guitar is of unfortunately very twisted in the neck yeah uh and it has electrical guitar strings on too i have electric guitar strings on it uh, and there's actually a purpose to it uh because when it's so bent as it is and and i've I've been we've been trying to fix this as much as possible so we needed some some adjustments uh onto it and to, to, to get it 
somewhat fixed. S- and somewhat ends. fixed, yeah. So it's it's an old guitar, and the worst part is you can't get this guitar anymore. Uh, it's a very unique piece of a guitar, and um, buying a new one would just be... It feels like cheating somehow. The thing that happened to it was that it was actually... It had been standing without strings on for a very long time. Yeah, sadly. That's actually very bad for a guitar not being played. Yes, and it's very bad for a musician not playing it. Yeah, and it kind of twisted it. And the thing is, I'm very used to playing acoustic guitar with with thick steel strings. But the problem with this for me is that I'm basically bending it completely out of tune every time I play it. Because mm. I'm so like my muscle memory want to press even harder. It's 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 weird sitting with a uh, with an acoustic guitar that has electrical strings where you can just like bend it completely. Yeah. And and I wouldn't normally do that. I want to use more force on it than is actually necessary because of this. But um, but yeah. Well, let's hear some uh, classical music that you've been uh, been working oh on here. God, it's gonna be so horrible. You're gonna be very close to the camera. <laughs> no, no, gonna I'll be insanely close to the camera. Yeah. Oh, What's happening? I don't know. Play it. I don't know. Play the damn guitar. Not good. Yeah, boy. Oh my god. He actually did it. Um you have I know it sounds shit. You have no idea how hard this is to play. <laughs> Every single like string is just an awful mess. I it, it, I can actually hear how much pressure there are on the strings right now. <laughs> They're like 2 seconds away of just saying explode. You know what? Let's try this instead. Maybe this can like. Oh fuck! No, it can't. Anyway, let's try this. Mm. Yeah, it feels a little bit better. <laughs> That's a musical uh, comprehension for you guys. Oh my god. Andy I'm the Food Guy on guitar. On my broke ass guitar. 
<laughs> There's a reason I don't ever I like ever pick it up anymore. <laughs> and that was the funny part. Like everyone is like, you have this guitar standing around. Why don't you have like use it? And yeah, that's why I never use it. <laughs> Hello guys. <laughs> like there's actually like that thing like I just played this and I know it's horrible it sounds very terrible and my playing wasn't very good that's actually like a part for me as a musician sometimes I just it's like you I don't like to play for people because like I, if I fuck up down I, I feel, everyone who can't even play that <laughs> but I, I, I sometimes like I feel so insecure sometimes playing myself because like there's there's so many things that that can like be tough and difficult and and when you fuck up and stuff like that is it can like be very I don't know that whole. I don't have stage fright. That's kind of like the thing. I I don't have a problem standing on the stage. Not a problem, but playing for like people, family and stuff like that. You're gonna have a problem on November twentieth, man. No, but I don't have a problem with that. No problem standing on the stage, but playing for you, playing for others. That's almost like it's even harder. Because like, I don't. I I want to show off like the best I can do. Play beautiful and and. Why would you put that much pressure on yourself, man? I don't know. Like the good thing is when I usually when I'm on stage and mm. it's kind of one of the things I have in mind every time I'm up there and I feel that insecurity just striking down out of yeah. nowhere. Um usually the thing that goes on in my mind is I'm up here mm. and you're not. But I, but that's and the thing. I don't have a problem on the stage. And, and like, th- yeah, really I remember I getting so much freaking stage yeah. fright, and it's, it's one of the things that actually made me oh like that, like, yeah. like uh, I still get stage fright sometimes. Mm. Um, but it really made me fight that stage fright in a in a, like a positive way by like having that thought and that mindset being like I'm on that stage and they're not. Yeah. There's a difference between that uh, because I was good enough to get here. Yeah. I, I wrote something that was good enough to attract these people to this show. Mm. I did something that made sure that this community and this uh, this thing that I really love doing is actually working. Mm. So why am I nervous? Yeah, you're right. That's kind why of good why the hell am I nervous? It. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. And I Go think out there and do what you do best. Yeah, I think that's why Be I'm awesome. not as nervous on stage. On stage, like a lot of the things that, that you do on stage is very rehearsed. You, you, like it's down to like freaking in your bones, like muscle memory. For me, that's a big thing when like I'm playing for family or friends. Something like that. A lot of it is, of course, improvised. Yeah. You're improvising, you're having fun and stuff like that. And especially with the guitar like that, I'm really yeah. not used to play. <laughs> uh, who is so messed up. Like it's you, really messed up. It's, it's you, actually impressive. Know, you could actually play it. I was like, yeah. "Wow!" I want my he friends. A, I want he, my family to made be proud of today. me. And and for some reason, even here playing on YouTube, I'm I'm so like conscious about me fucking up, and it makes me like like I don't know. It's it's that that insecurity when making mistakes and stuff like that. I actually have it more playing it for you here on videos. It, it, it's it's like it's almost almost worse. I'd rather just make a mistake on stage. That's not a problem. Yeah. But then again, um mistakes mm. in live shows and I this goes out to every musician out there and everyone who's expecting a lot of uh, of musicians live. Mm. Um mistakes do happen. That's what makes it a live show. Yep, you're not supposed to do what's on the record. You're not supposed to do what's doing on the record. And if mistakes happen, that's just being part of the experience mm. and seeing that we're only human. We're only human, guys. It's very, very important to keep that in mind. And if you don't do these mistakes, mm. how will you learn? Yeah. 
Without mistakes, you never learn anything. You said something to me that was kind of cute. I was being insecure about my abilities. I think there's so many great artists online that on YouTube. They're just so talented. I was like, well, come on, I'm never going to be that good. Don't have the time. Don't have like just the skill to do all that. And you just and you looked at me and said, "Don't compare your your playing or your talent to other people's highlight reels." Yeah, don't compare. No, what, what, what I actually said is like, don't yeah. compare your behind the scenes to other people's highlight reels. That's true. That was how it was. Don't compare your own behind behind the scenes to other highlight reels. Yeah, and it's very important. That's a very important message, and it goes out to everyone mm-hmm. out there. It's not just you, but out everyone out there. Don't compare your behind the scenes to other people's highlight reel. Like I could take, like an influencer could take one million photos and post one. You mm. only see the one. You don't see the 19 million other freaking photos that nope. just that got trashed. Mm. You didn't see those. Yeah. Um, we don't see the pain and the skill and the training and all the mistakes that are going into make some of these amazing videos stuff like that. it's like, yeah. like so hard and hours of work and it's like when you're looking at it online it's just like it seems like it's just instantly they can do all these things but but no they, they it's and i think it's a very clever thing to say don't like don't I, I remember uh one of the interviews i did uh with walking rumor back then is uh mm. we had one interviewer who was very impressed with the lyrical stuff we did on the album and usually that's i'm the one who's working mostly on the, on the lyrical stuff yeah and there was one particular song he was very interested in in uh and and how we came up with those lyrics and, and mm. yada yada yada, and I was like, "Thank you, that's fine. I'm, I'm glad that you love the lyrics, but the weird thing is, and here's the catch: those lyrics, I wrote, rewrote those ninety five times. Yeah, ninety five times, and you only hear the one. <laughs> yep, the final product. That's what you hear. Mm. But I rewrote that lyric ninety five times, and it was about like trashing the whole thing because i really hated that song uh, i still hate it <laughs> i still hate it and um it's out there and people mm. seem to love it so i'm yeah, sure if it's if it's the one i think i'm thinking about yeah i love it so yeah uh it's it's a song that's gonna stick with me forever mm. <laughs> but yeah i wrote it uh, like 95 times so anyways you know what time it is it's time to wrap this up it is Thank you guys so much for watching and uh, thank you so much for tuning in on the Juice Podcast this week. And if you watched it all the way through, congratulations. You actually deserve a reward just like this one. Uh, Remember to subscribe, hit that like button, and uh, hopefully we will see you on Friday for a music review. Yes. Until then. And uh, remember the 20th. The 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 20th November, yeah. Yeah, and and, uh, yeah. It's for a good cause. If you S- want to support, support, uh, support uh, kids with cancer, man. Yeah. Support them. Until then, we'll see you on Friday. Yep. Stay juicy. See ya.